0: I call these quick encounters. Why? I don't remember to tell you the truth. Uh, one year it seemed like a good idea. Oh, I think I remember now. It's because of the clever oral mnemonic device that you're about to learn. Okay. Now, if Belt says to you, "That's stupid. Don't do that," you say, "Forget you." Okay. No, say that after you pass the qualifier. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Now here's the rules. there are three of them, okay. Um, Number one, if the stem alpha encounters either E sound, by that I mean an epsilon or an eta, either the short E or the long E, it kind of, it seems to, I want you to picture it as bouncing off that E sound and going back to alpha, it's a quick encounter. And so here it is, you ready? Ah, ee-ah. <laughs> Watch him, Ladipris. I mean, he's so, he's almost over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 here, here, it is again. Ready? It has to be nasal. It really has to be nasal. Okay. Ah, ee-ah. Okay. All right. Now you try it. Ready? Ah, ee-ah. Okay. See, don't you feel just better about life in general? You know? <laughs> so, so, por ejemplo, zum Beispiel, we got some examples up here, okay? Here we go. So look here. We got, now, parse this. Put these pieces together. This is a present stem, and here's tie, and here's an epsilon connecting vowel. So what would this, somebody parse this form for me. Present indicative, middle, or passive third singular, right? Yeah. I, I missed the joke, but it must have been good. OK, all right, it doesn't matter. OK, now, now here's the rule. The alpha in the stem collides with an E sound, and it goes back to alpha. And you follow the other rules, where a verb accent is recessive, one, two, three. And if the stem vowel is an acute accent, the contracted form will have a circumflex, It's the same as the epsilon contract. Okay? And so here is, oh, oh, I get it. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, this statement is probably true in more than one sense. but you guys don't deserve me. <laughs> I'm out of here after today. I don't want to see you again. No. So, so here's the contracted form, Chimata, And as several of you very cogently did. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Gibbs, is it going to be like that in a qualifier? <laughs> no. We do have an out to lunch sign if you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I invented out to lunch. <laughs> Uh, That's why you have to learn to laugh at yourself, because you are actually going to make a fool of yourself on a regular occasion. Okay, Uh, here's another example. This, by the way, is a subjunctive. (laughs) But here's the stem. And you've got ah, e ah. So it hits an e sound. In this case, even the long, the eta. And it goes back to alpha. And again, you follow the rule. If the accent would be on the uncontracted form, on the stem alpha, then it becomes circumflex on the contracted. So now, does these, do these look alike? And the answer is yes, they look exactly alike. And the alpha contracts, you have a lot of forms that look alike. So you pray for something like a henna. You know? And if you see a henna, you go, oh, this has to be subjunctive, right? Or an on or something like that. Don't worry too much about the ambiguities of forms that could be parsed this way or that way. Don't worry about that. You're going, I'm getting sick and tired of hearing people say, don't worry. <laughs> Okay, so that illustrates the first rule, okay? I was going to ask you guys to parse these next forms, but I'd have to go like this. <laughs> All right, okay, second rule. When the stem alpha encounters any O sound, either the omicron or the omega, it caves in quickly to omega. And so, ready? Uh Ah, oh. One more time. Uh, Ah, uh-oh. You gotta go, oh, because it's omega, right? So, uh, ah, uh-oh. The first one is uh, ah, ee-ah. See, this is so stupid that you might remember it. And we do stupid very well around here. Yes, Kevin? Oh, 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 he's gonna make a little (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, good, yeah, thank you, I appreciate the help. Okay. So. As an example, now again, these rules are just descriptions. There are other ways. I've seen other grammars you know, try to summarize the rules in different ways, so there are other ways of doing this. But here's the stem alpha, and it hits an O sound. It doesn't matter that it's part of a diphthong. It hits an O right there. And it caves in immediately and goes to omega. Okay? And again, in this case, just because the verb accent is recessive on the uncontracted form, one, <laughs> two, three, so you'd get a circumflex, timosin. Okay? And uh, here, similarly, uh, this would be a subjunctive form because of the long connecting vowel. But again, the alpha hits an sound and caves in and becomes omega. So timomen is the resulting form. OK? So, I was just going to say, if you've got if it's gonna be the same thing with the subjunctive, if in the same. Yes. You have lots of similar forms. If this were indicative with an omicron, right, it would be the same form. Yep. You get a lot of same forms, or maybe I could call them ambiguous forms. Could be indicative, could be subjunctive. Okay, but again, the context will simply help you. And if you're given a quiz or, you know, I don't, uh, I'm pretty sure that, since you sometimes think about this, I'm pretty sure that on the qualifier, it's all objective. You know, it's A, B, C, D. There are no ambiguous forms like this. You couldn't do that. Well, well. It, it, actually, there's, there's no ambiguous answers. I'll say it that way, yeah. So, you know, it's not like you'll be given two right answers, which one is right, something like that, so. I know, I know, I know, don't worry. Just don't forget to breathe, for crying out loud, just. Okay, so we have a-i-a and a-o-o, and then? Here's kind of an odd way to describe it, but it actually does work. If there is the letter iota anywhere in the encounter, these are quick encounters, right? Then it goes to subscript under alpha. Any iota anywhere. In a diphthong or a subscript or anything. If that stem alpha hits a connecting vowel or a diphthong or anything with an iota, The yoda goes subscript and you keep the alpha, okay? That's the third rule. And this is summarized succinctly by ah, yoda, yoda! Okay. What? Do it again. I won't listen. Ah, yoda, yoda! Like that, okay? Help us when we're taking the call, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Actually, actually, what you can do is, by the way, and this is actually a technique, and I learned my, my wife Renee is a learning disability specialist. And there are some people who, yeah, that's why she works with so well with me. Yeah, I, know, I know, I know, I know. She used to work with a mentally retarded, too. So, um, she, it's called sub vocalizing, actually. And some of you, in terms of a test taking strategy, may very well. Should and could and should be using this, that is if you are a person who tends to learn best through the ear, okay, as you're taking an exam, you can, it's called sub-vocalizing. Nobody, you know, all you gotta do is say, see, I heard that and Jim couldn't hear it. See, I heard, my ear heard stem alpha. So if you know that about yourself, then you know there's a lot of pressure for crying out loud, you're already feeling it, see, so there's all different ways of screwing yourself up mentally. So, if that helps you, actually say it. You know, you're focusing on, you know, you look at a Greek word, you can't even see it. Well, then sub it. You know, you're not going to bother anybody. See, it's, a, it's actually a legitimate test taking strategy if it works for you, if you're an ear learner. You know, just say it. So, um, yeah. So, at any rate, and then I think right below, then there are a couple of examples on the handout of this ayota, iota. right? See, that's the thing about mnemonic devices, they're so stupid. Oh, I didn't put them on there, I guess, they're on the sheet. Oh, you don't have them? Well, let's do a couple, then. Here's an example, a fairly straightforward one. Here's Timah, and we want to make a present indicative active second singular. Oh, is it on there somewhere? Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, they're already on there, okay, yeah, good, see? I'm not a visual learner, obviously. Yeah, can't even see my own stuff. When I rent a car and it's got icons that tells you what the various buttons do, I can't figure those out. I'm serious, I have to, like... Then, like when Windows first came out, you know, and they had that little thing that kept flipping over. You know, it took me like eight months to figure out this is an hourglass. MS DOS any day. Okay, here's some examples. So, Tima, present indicative active, second singular, and it encounters an iota. See what happens? The alpha stays in the iota goes subscript, right? And in this case, because the accent would have fallen on the stem vowel, then you get a circumflex, which seems to have Dropped out, right? So, circumflex, right? Right there. Okay? Dropped out of the other one, too. Okay? So, those are the three rules for forming the vowel contractions of present stem forms for alpha contract verbs. That's it. Yep, good. The the they should both be circumflex, right? Because verb accent is recessive. This is long, so it only goes back to the penult, right? But if the uncontracted form will have an acute, then the contracted form will have a circumflex. Right, same as epsilon contract. Yeah? So third right. singular is just going to be Timah? Third singular would be tima with Yoda subscript. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, it follows the rules. Okay? It follows the rules. So, and we'll uh, we'll look at the vocab here in just a second, and also Veltz has a whole page of participles. So let's just. Do a little miscellaneous here at the last page of your handout.